Jeannie Patel Thompson, international best-selling author, health product formulator, horse listener, earth singer, mother, medicine woman, elephant acolyte, and regenerative farmer. This is the Genie Podcast. There's been a lot of talk about ascending to 5D or 5D, fifth dimension consciousness. And a lot of people are wondering, you know, what exactly does that mean? And what is that going to look and feel like? And all these other questions. And I would like to address another aspect of multidimensional existence. And basically, you know, when you talk to um, anyone who's an experienced meditator or a guru, some kind of spiritual teacher, there's a lot of talk about transcendence and enlightenment, you know, basically escaping the tortures of the physical body where one can feel bound by physical pain and suffering and emotional pain and suffering. And so the idea is that if we just get skilled enough or we use plant medicine psychedelics, we can transcend all of that and we can go to a place where we are freed from suffering and we are freed from the experience of pain and we connect to pure bliss and wonder. And that's all a really good idea. However, the thing that I want to talk about that's missing from those paradigms is to ask ourselves the question, if I am an infinite being of infinite possibility, infinite creativity, infinite wisdom, and infinite love, why have I chosen to incarnate on the earth planet such as this? where I am guaranteed to suffer physical and emotional pain and suffering. I wonder what could be the purpose of that? And what would be so worthwhile and valuable in that experience that I, who could choose any reality, who could be in any dimension, would choose this one? And I invite you to spend some time during your meditation or next time you're driving your car to just ponder that question, knowing what it was like here, knowing that I was guaranteed to suffer emotional and physical pain. Why did I choose to come here? What could my purpose have been? What did I hope to accomplish? Or perhaps I was all about experiencing. What did I want to gain from experiencing pain and suffering? Now, someone would say, well, you want to experience how to transcend it and how to, you know, transform it so you don't feel it anymore. And to that, I say, well, then just go to the fourth dimension or the fifth or the sixth or the seventh. Like there's so many dimensions you can go to where you are not locked into this very dense, low vibration where you will feel physical and emotional pain and you will be locked into that place for a considerable amount of time. So there has to be some value to that. And I think that's a very worthwhile thing for everybody to start pondering. And I'm, I'm kind of torn here because I've spent a lot of time pondering this and I've spent a lot of time looking at this meaning for my life and I'm kind of wondering right now if I should share my conclusions and my experiences or if that will short circuit you from being able to fully explore yours. So let's look at another aspect of this, okay? So we are an infinite 
creator and we have infinite power and possibility. And so we have created, co-created this earth reality to contain some very specific parameters and rules of engagement, right? So think of it like if you were to design a game and this was a game that you and all your friends would want to play. So it has to have enough juice there. It has to have enough challenge. It has to have enough engagement. It has to be something that you're like, yeah, that's, let's, let's try that, right? So if you think, okay, let's take a really basic game like soccer, okay? You've got your two goals and each team has a set of rules by which they need to get the ball down the field and into the opponent's goal. Well, and that leads to an extremely challenging, stimulating game, not just for the players, but the people who are observing. Okay, so now think about that. What if you are both the player and the person in the bleachers observing the game? Because that's what it is down here on earth. You have your incarnate self who is in the game, but you also have your higher self who is observing. You are actually in both places at all times. So just tuck that in the back of your mind and let's keep going with this uh, game analogy. So you're designing the game of planet Earth. Would you set things up here so that you could just wiggle your nose and make everything bad disappear? (laughs) Would you, if you had a rule that would lead you into some challenges where you got to figure stuff out, these are puzzles, these are really you know, mm, juicy, engaging challenges, would you have it be possible to just, mm, and you're out? No, you wouldn't because that game would suck. It would totally suck. It wouldn't be fun to play. It wouldn't be fun to observe. And it certainly wouldn't accomplish anything other than being a stupid game that had no rules, that had no juice, that had no intrigue, no challenge. So if we can move into that way of thinking about life on planet Earth, and so let's say we plan an incarnation and we say, well, you know what, I'm, I'm pretty skilled by now. I've gotten pretty fluent at being able to dance between the worlds and manage my energy and uh, somehow manage to stay positive so that even though, you know, the game throws me a ton of challenges, I don't end up going down in the dungeon because I keep my vibration high enough that I always manage to create a different reality, one that's more positive or I save myself in the nick of time. And so for this lifetime, I want to create something really difficult because I want to, I want to, like, I'm good, but I want to be like really good. Okay. And again, like, let's look at something like martial arts, right? The better you get at martial arts, you don't want to fight the beginners. You want to fight the masters because you want to be challenged. You're like, I'm, I'm really good. It's pretty hard to get through my defenses. It's pretty hard to land, you know, or take me out. I, I want to go to the next level. I want to go pro now. I want to pit myself against the best there is and see how I do. That is worthwhile. That is fun. That is juicy because that's our thing. That's what we like. For other people, it takes different forms. Okay. So let's say you decide and you're planning this incarnation and you say, 
you know, I'm going to choose to be born to a prostitute, a drug addicted prostitute, because that's, that's going to set me up with a full deck stacked against me. And I'm really going to be challenged to see if I can pull from within the depths of my soul for who I already am from day one. Can I overcome that challenge? Can I work through the pieces of that challenge, which are going to be physical, they're going to be psychological, they're going to be emotional, and they most likely will be spiritual as well. So you set that bar really high. And for some people, you know, you will set yourself a series of challenges like that. You know, you'll be born to a prostitute, then you'll be on the streets, then you'll be kidnapped by somebody else, then you'll be the, like you, the sky's the limit on the number of challenges that we want to set for ourselves in each incarnation. So if you switch out of, I am the helpless victim that all this shit just happened to me, and you decide, because here's the thing, quantum physics, you get to choose you have choice. We all have choice at every point, at every moment of every day. We get to choose how we respond. No one can take that away from you. So you go ahead and you choose this super difficult life for yourself because you're like, I'm, I'm at a high level now and I want to see how I deal with this. Or let's look at another aspect of it. Perhaps for this incarnation, you decide to experience darkness because you haven't explored that end of the spectrum yet. And if you take away all judgment, right? Good and evil is a judgment. Light and dark is simply a description. Or let's put it into another analogy. Let's look at it like colors, you know? So let's say you're a painter and for your last... 10, 20 lifetimes, you've just been painting with the colors of blue and gold and white and silver, and you create really beautiful, angelic-looking artwork and, and inspiring and uplifting pieces with those colors. But let's say you're like, you know, I want to now, I want to I be like the Renaissance masters. I want to look at Charoscuro. I want to I wanna explore the dark colors and the burnt umbers and the blacks and the grays and and there's so many tones in there and what kind of depth is that going to give my painting? And so you decide to explore the darker colors. It's all just on the spectrum of experience. There is no judgment. In an infinite universe where God creator source is infinite love, joy, compassion, there's no downside. We will always return to infinite love, joy, and compassion. We incarnate here because we have the opportunity on planet Earth to play in a lot of sandboxes, to explore every color on the spectrum. That is no small privilege. And yes, because of the veil of forgetfulness, which by the way is thinning and lifting, but because of that veil of forgetfulness, that makes it even harder. And we keep signing up for it. <laughs> we keep coming back here. Lifetime after lifetime, we come back. Why? If this was so horrible, if it was the worst place to be, why would we keep coming back? 
Now, some people would say because we get stuck here because of karma and blah, blah, blah. That has not been my experience when I have gone to the place of viewing my past lives. And then as I leave that lifetime and I go up and I take a look at that lifetime, some people call it a life review and I see what happened and I see the plan of what I intended for that lifetime versus what actually happened. And there is no judgment. There's only compassion. And then I go and I take a look at, well, what did I plan for this other lifetime? Oh, well, I planned to do this. And I said, I'm, I'm going to finally deal with that. And I've been working on this for, I don't know how many lifetimes. And I keep shit in the bed. And this time I'm going to get through it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick it. And I arrange situations and other souls agree to help me because I want to get past this block where I hit the wall every single time, lifetime after lifetime. So I'm like, I'm really stacking the deck now. I'm going to, I'm going to stack it so that I am forced to move through this place where I keep collapsing, where I keep abdicating, where I keep running away or leaving the planet. You know, I've seen that for myself too, where I, would be like, I'm out. (laughs) And so if we can take that view of life on planet earth, it doesn't become about escaping here. It doesn't come about waiting for the resurrection or waiting for the shift to 5D where we don't have to experience this pain anymore. It completely changes and it becomes about who do I need to develop into? What aspects of myself, of my toolbox, of my capacity, of my energetic being do I have to develop and become fluent in so that I can do what I came here to do? I can get fluent in shifting and transforming what I came here to learn how to shift and transform and then everything changes. Everything looks different in your life. And let's take a really easy example of this. Let's, let's look at money. Because money is a symbol or expression of energy. So you can hugely affect the amount of money you attract or generate or retain or grow based on an entire suite of energetic happenings and realities and vibrations and frequencies. And money is something that is super awesome to learn how to play and dance with. And I think at one point or another, all of us choose to incarnate and have at least a lifetime or two where we want to dance with money and we want to move to new levels of fluency because it is just an energetic vibration. It is just a frequency. And I'll give you an example from watching my husband who has a tremendous skill in this area but it can also be his Achilles heel because the more skilled you get with money and with embodying it as an energetic frequency, the easier it is for you to turn off the money or to get yourself in financial trouble. It's like, let's say you've worked in lifetime after lifetime uh, being a healing facilitator. And so you are really good at healing yourself or helping other people heal Well, guess what? Along with that ability comes the flip side of that. You can make yourself really sick very quickly. 
And if you were to use that energy for darkness or in an improper way, you could harm a lot of people. So again, there's no judgment. Power is power. Ability is ability. Energy is energy. We get to choose whether we work that energy in light or darkness. So for my husband, and we have had this proved over and over again, when his energy is in a good place of positivity and creativity and hope and optimism, and he's, think of someone who's like grooving and dancing and jiving and he's in flow, he can look at our um, shopping app and the money's just ching, ching, ching. Now, he gets depressed or he gets discouraged or he gets into a place of negativity or judgment, that shopping app goes silent. Nobody's buying. And, and this is the really cool thing about having an online store where, you know, if the money's flowing, it's happening like boom, boom, boom in real time. And when you shut down that flow, it goes dead in real time too. And so then he'll come to me and we'll sit down. We usually like to go out and eat and we'll work through his negativity. We'll work through his depression. We'll work through whatever it is that is crimping his money hose and we'll get it cleared and he'll move back into positivity and hopefulness and joy and laughter. And that shopping app, starts going ding, 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 ding. And the money comes like, I'm talking thousands of dollars. So, and this has happened at least 20 times that we have paid attention to and made a note of and pointed it out to each other. So it has been proven over and over again. So it's a a super cool instant feedback. It's like a biofeedback machine for how he's doing in his money game. Because that's one of the things he came here to play with. That's one of the things he came here to dance with. So that's just a one little example. And for some people, you know, each of us has different things that we've come here to work on. And for me, a lot of what I've been working on here has to do with, you know, that healing facilitation and healing ability and um, just energy, you know, moving energy, manifesting frequencies, um, discovering what frequencies do what, and it's kind of esoteric, kind of difficult to put into words, but it's something that's very meaningful to me and that I've wanted to explore during this lifetime. So when things get tough, do I want to complain or feel like a victim or, well, yeah, I do. Cause I chose a childhood where I was beaten quite severely and that set me up for a default to victim, but see how that's a challenge for, for an energetic vibrational state to keep collapsing into victim is a real challenge. So that makes it harder for me, which I choose. I chose for various reasons. And, and I can do a whole, whole separate podcast on, um, that relationship with my father and why it happened and why we chose what we chose. But for today, I just wanted to throw this out there for you to consider, for you to ask yourself the question of knowing the parameters, the game here on planet earth and the rules of that game. Why did I choose to incarnate in this life with these challenges, with these limitations, with these parameters, with these 
players and take a look at your life, both your past and your present through that lens and just really sit with it and do a deep dive on what you might have come here to dance with, what you came here to experience, what new knowledge, what new frontiers did you want to explore? And then the idea of ascending to the fifth dimension, it just kind of becomes irrelevant. It doesn't matter. If that's where the, the vibration of planet Earth is going, whatever, it'll happen. But what are you doing today? What's in front of you today? How can you move through the challenges that you created and set for yourself today? How can you own and fully inhabit the experiences and the challenges and the relationships that you set up for yourself today? And why might you have done that? What do you think is your challenge here? Is your challenge to lean in and learn how to hold your vibration and be that positive, optimistic person in the midst of the difficult relationship or situation? Or is your purpose to learn how to set down a grounded, calm boundary and say, no more, I will not be in this space. I will move. I will leave. I will do what I need to do to go to a different space where I will create the reality that I want. Now see, either of those is a worthy goal, a worthy experience. You will learn and grow a lot from either of those situations. The key is to find out what is right for you. What is applicable for you? And your soul has that answer. What did you come here to learn? Did you come here to learn how to lean in to an excruciating situation or relationship and manage to hold your space and hold your vibration and not be knocked down into negativity, but to stay with positivity? Or did you come here to learn how to set a calm, firm boundary and move away and create something else? So lots to think about. I hope this has stimulated your ideas and um, an invitation to take a look at your life to date and your purpose for incarnating from a slightly different perspective. And I look forward to being with you next time. Mm -hmm.